0: Welcome to your best bets. Uh, Monday night of the new PGA Tour season, the long uh, two week off season, three week off season, I'm not even sure, but. Shortest off season in sports. The new wraparound season starts this week, out in uh, uh, Silverado, California. Um, so we'll talk about that. Obviously, we'll give you some some of our best bets and thoughts on on that tournament. Talk about the BMW PGA Championship over on the DP World Tour this last week, won by Shane Lowry. Um, some of the drama that went down with the Live Guys. That's that's really all that happened this week. Uh, Join me, uh, Johnny Strouser, uh, winner of the um US 30 open. It slipped me it slipped my mind for a second. US 30 open this past weekend on the Three reverse Tour at Eagle Glen. Uh, congrats on the win. That's uh second win on the tour this season. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Second win on the tour this season. Uh second time winning
1: the US 30. I won the the inaugural one and uh was a uh DNP last year, but uh um ended up winning again this year at uh At at Eagle Glen, we we uh, for the gross division, we we didn't have the biggest biggest of fields. wasn't the mightiest um, that uh, that Allen County and Northeast Indiana had to offer. But uh, um, cool to you know a win's a win. You when you beat people and you beat people you know and you play with all the time. I mean, how can you not just enjoy it? I mean, you know, if nothing else, it it was it was good on that mark.
0: Yeah, you beat a. I mean, there's definitely a few good players there in the gross that you beat. And uh, I think uh, Zach's mentioned a couple of times how good Chris Schweitzer's played this season. Um, you and I both play, play with Bailey Marquardt on uh, practice round for the city. So it's good players you beat out. Um, I know Eagle Glen, um, we'll just say it's not your favorite place to play golf, but uh, evidently something was working well enough for you on Saturday. I Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that golf course is.
1: I guess we're gonna to try to be nice it, it it is really tricked up I mean there are a lot of just weird holes and a lot of a lot of golf shots as as you may or may not remember that just they don't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. there's fairways that are pinched in there's trouble in a lot of places and it's just it's kind of an unforgiving golf course. it was in pretty good shape I mean the greens roll good the fairways were really really nice the rough was nice so anybody that's interested in playing golf on, on, a, on a golf course that is in good shape, definitely recommend that. I mean, I had no problem with that, but the layout is kind of weird. And I moved down here before, or I'm sorry, after Eagle Glen was, was built and everything. And I, I remember you telling me that, that this was a golf course that when they first built it was going to be this next great, I guess, championship yeah. golf course in Fort Wayne and it's got some good holes, but it's got some of these golf holes that you just—they got trees and hazards and weird angles that are just in the in like wrong positions and everything, and it just it just messes with you. And there's there's a lot of trouble. There's a lot of a lot of tall grass and and mud or water, whatever it is, all over the place. Luckily they play that as a local rule. It's not out of bounds really anywhere. It's, uh, um, it's more like red steak. So you take your relief from where it crossed the hazard rather than the stroke and distance. So it was, it was kind of neat there. Luckily for me, the greens, like I said, they rolled good. I putted pretty well. There's, there's a couple putts I I, should have made, but I made, um, I made, uh, Oh gosh. Outside of 10 feet, I probably made five or six putts, I would say, uh, of mm-hmm. that 10-foot or longer. Highlighted by the one on, um, that would be 15. The, the round was getting pretty close, and I had I had kind of been fed up with how I was playing. I three-putted the previous hole, uh, which was a par five for birdie. Got up to uh, 16. No, I'm sorry, 15. Got up to 15. Snap hooked it left. And this fairway has got to be a hundred yards wide. And I snap hook it left yeah. into the junk, lose a brand new ball, take a drop. Can't see the green because the, the junk kind of cover then kind of crosses the, the fairway there. I hit it to about 65 feet. Luckily it, it kind of held onto the green there and just buried it center cut from 65 feet out. Um, yes. and at that point, I mean, these guys probably wanted to quit because I was really just scraping it uh, it, it was, it was warm. I was, it was just kind of uncomfortable and everything like that. It, it We were all walking and everything. And, uh, I make that and then 16 teams apart four Chris Schweitzer who takes second place ends up hitting about a 50 footer for birdie, something like that. Maybe it was 40 feet. I had about 15, 18 feet for birdie, make that putt for birdie and then end up, uh, I, Knocked it in the shit on seventeen to have to take a drop, make make a pretty good up and down bogey, and then um, so I'm exhausted this time. This is pretty funny, you know. You know the 18th hole. The 18th hole is like this really kind of tight one. Um, You got crap all along the left. And then you've got really nowhere to lay it up, so you've got to lay it up to like 130 yards, or you've got to go for the green there. But it's a very reachable par five. Yeah, uphill second shot. Yeah, uphill second shot. No, there's no way to run it up or anything like that. It is yeah. all carry over this bunker. So, I I'm by my, my back's feeling at this point, you know, whatever. So I hit this little little ping pong ball drive, probably goes about 230, 240 right. I don't know if it's in the hazard. I don't know if it's in the rough. I don't really know. I don't see you can't see anything out there because everything's kind of blind. Chris and Bailey outdrove me by 70 yards. Not kidding you, 70 yards. They were at the 150 marker. I had 219 pin. It was a front left pin, um, kind of against a backstop. And I'm like, I'm so tired. I could probably, I just need to hit it over the green or something like that. So took out my three hybrid and tried to hit a high cut. I didn't really hit a high cut. I just kind of hit a a nice, kind of soft ball there. Lands right in front of the green on the upslope, kicks up, and rolls to about two and a half feet for Eagle. So, geez. Of course, the putt, the, the, and then the putt was a, actually a downhill slider. It was actually a legitimately tough putt. I lipped it out where it actually kicked back at me, but I knew it. I had beat Chris. <laughs> oh, that was no. to win. That was going to be to win a skin, and there was only two skins on the day, so that would have been a third. It would have been a little bit nicer to win that skin, but and up make a birdie shot, seventy three, one by uh, one by two shots. But really, I mean, if I would have just kind of crumbled and played that hole and made bogey. I would have tied Chris and we both would have yeah. shot 75 and then, and then we're at, you know, we're in a tough spot there, but that yeah. was actually one of the cool shots. And I'm I'm still kind of aggravated that I missed that little two and a half footer for, <laughs> for Eagle, but that was a pretty cool shot. Those I yeah. see it going up there, hits bouncing up there. And I'm like, Oh, I think that's uh that's pretty tight there. And yeah. it, was, it was good, good fun.
0: Yeah. Good, uh good feeling. I'm sure to hit, I mean, your final full shot of the tournament. The, yes. like that and, and finish on a high note like that and really yep. win the tournament regardless of the putt. Um, yeah, that's uh, I mean, it sounds like your total total feet of putts made was quite high if the, if you had kept track of that. Maybe next time you will. Um, looks like uh, I'm not familiar with John Gardner. He wins the net division. Uh, so, shout out John. I'm sure you're listening uh, to this one. Net The net division was a sizable field, 27 people. Um, so, Congrats to you! Congrats to John Gardner. Um, two weeks is the Tour Championship at Cherry Hills. Only two day events on the Three Rivers Tour final events, um, so I'm sure that will be a good field um, as it's you know the last tournament on either the the, the Golf Association or the Three Rivers Tour of the season. Um, so that should be fun. Yeah, yeah, um, that was a. Uh... It was good. and Anybody I encourage, uh, you know, get out there and play,
1: sign up for this event. It is a two-day event, but Cherry Hill is going to be in good shape. Um, They're going to punch the greens here pretty soon, but layout is fun. I know everybody likes it. You know, get out there and support the tour, whether you're in the gross division or net, you know, just to get some experience because you never know. This might help you try to qualify for city next year. You know, you want to play in those events, play in these ones, get used to it, you know, get the camaraderie. There's a lot of good dudes at play. So hopefully we get a good turnout.
0: The BMW PGA Championship from this past weekend—it's—it's um, it's, it, the equivalent of what um, the Players Championship is on the PGA Tour. It's the crown jewel of the DP World Tour season. Um, Played at Wentworth. I really like watching this tournament. I like this golf course. I think it's a really good, and, and it kind of mirrors the players as far as the, some of the finishing holes, really good risk reward holes. Um, it tests your game quite a bit down the stretch. Uh, uh, you know, the scoring is usually pretty low, but you know, the last nine holes, it gets, you can really have these big swings. We saw John Rahm really uh, shot 29 on the back with a bogey. Um, which, by the way, the back nine at Wentworth is a par 37. 37. Um, So that's a pretty pretty insane finish there with the bogey. Um, He finishes third, but just short of uh, Shane Lowry. Um, And I feel like we've talked about him a lot this year um, as far as who's just played a lot of really good golf, a lot of consistent golf. And I would argue he's probably played top 10 golf in the world this season. He just hasn't had the wins like, you think, and we talk about this all the time, how how random and variable wins can be. I mean, you look at a guy like Tony Finau, how you can play such good golf for so long and just for whatever reason, the wins don't come. And then you just you, you keep banging your head up against the wall and then they, they come for him two in a row this season. But good to see Lowry really get rewarded for a good play. I, I can't think of anyone that's much more likable. Um, especially for American fans, uh, hardcore go- American golf fans of a guy that's, um, you know, f- not from America. He just seems like a really good dude, someone you just want to go hang out with. Um, so good to see him win. And, uh, he seemed to really, you know, it really meant a lot to him. That's, and it seems like every time he wins, you kind of appreciate how much it means to him.
1: Yeah. I think it's very, very well said there. Yeah. This is the, the, the flagship event for the DP world tour. And um, they only played 54 holes cause uh, um, late in the first round uh, it was announced that uh, um, Queen Elizabeth had passed away. So they, you know, canceling um, the rest or they, they, they postponed the rest of Thursday canceled Friday essentially. And um Somewhat surprisingly to me, they actually restarted Saturday. I figured with it being in England, um, that uh, that's something that they wouldn't do because I mean they there was a lot of other events and stuff that got canceled. But I do applaud them for you know wanting to go on with the event and everything, and uh, um, you know hosting it. And they did a uh, from what I saw, which wasn't a ton, but from what I saw was a good job in. Um, you know, the, in honoring, you know, what had happened and everything. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a tough situation there um, as far as what they had to do to accommodate the golfers and the, you know, and the fans and everything like that. But with all that being said, yeah, Wentworth, um, a fantastic track. It's hosted the Ryder Cup. It is, it's not your, your you know, your Open Championship rotation where they play a lot of the, the older uh, links seaside golf courses. This one is not that. It is, it is inland. It's very green. Um, but it is a, it's a great layout. It's not, uh, the, the, the pros love playing it. I mean, it's always in good shape and, and, uh, you know, good there, but, uh, Shane Lowry though, we, we see a little bit of him cause he's playing a lot here in America. I think though, if you don't watch him or watch golf, uh, or follow golf as much as we do, you don't, understand i think this guy is just just a naturally he's just a he's a he's a good guy um he gets along with the american players quite well um you know he he, he respects them he's not you know you you can you know he's not always in i guess rider cup mode where you know each side you know country basically hates each other he's he, he's rarely in that that type of, uh, um, you know, that attitude there, but he's a great player Won uh, one at Royal Port Rush at the, the Open Championship a few years ago, um, should have won the Honda Classic if not for that, uh, that the weather that rolled in on the last hole and he got screwed. I mean, you know, I know Sepp Straka won and he deserved to win, you could say that and everything like that, but I mean, Shane Lowry, if that, if that quick rainstorm wouldn't have blown in, he would have won that. And who knows what kind of season that, uh, that would have kicked him off to that early in the year there. But, uh,
0: and I think he, I think he should have won the heritage as
1: well. And he should have won the heritage. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, during Spieth, I don't, yeah. I mean, with all the putts that he missed shouldn't have. So yeah, I mean, there's another event right there. So you kind of knew his time was coming. He's, he, he seems to be, he's a big game player. So he does show up because he's really good, you know, in the major championships, but you know, he comes to play and he's one of the, the top, like you said, 10 players probably in the world um, consistently throughout the season there. And I know we talked about him a lot on this podcast of, Oh, I like this guy, or we've picked him on a best bet. We've never really talked about him much because the, the, the wins aren't necessarily mm-hmm. there, but for a guy who feels comfortable with his game, um, knows his game, uh, and is a good player all around. And he kind of fits whatever golf course. I mean, the wind doesn't bother him growing up in Ireland. I mean, he can play in that he could play in no wind. He could play long golf courses, short golf courses, and he doesn't have really much of a glaring weakness there. So good to see him win this event. And, um, he's actually pretty funny to follow on Twitter when he wins these things. Like when he won the open championship, he basically partied for like two weeks straight. I mean, it was just him drinking Guinness and and everything like that. Well, he did a video where, you know, he celebrated and his team celebrated and, you know, his caddy and his manager and and all that stuff and really kind of showed, you know, the, the more personal side of it, the the other side of the, we see the winning and then they move on to the next event. We got to kind of see, a little bit of what, what they do as far as the celebration and stuff like that. And he's a little more out there. And I think he's very engaging, um, not necessarily one-on-one with fans, but, you know, letting that little bit in. And I, I like watching him play. I, I like how he interacts, like I said, with the American players um, and, and, you know, with his Ryder Cup teammates and everything like that. And I hope that he wins more because I, I think he's good for the game of golf. And I think if more people over here – or with more success, more people over here with – I think they, they get his personality and see that he's a good player and and a you know relatively good dude. Uh,
0: yeah, two things. I'm glad you mentioned how just how much of a big game hunter he is. He is. I mean, he's won a WGC in the past. Um, he seems to get up for the big events. I actually think his game's profiles really well for the majors. Like I I can see him winning a second major sometime in the next two, three seasons. I just think he, I I remember us talking about him. seemed like one of us, Yumi or Zach always had him for a top 20 at the majors because his, his floor is incredibly high. Um, He just, his game is complete. He's not necessarily the longest hitter, but he's just, he's, He's accurate. He's a really good putter, and he just—I I trust him to play a tough golf courses as well. Um, secondly, I wanted to mention that um, you know you were talking about the Queen and and um, all the events. I wanted to mention to everyone that um, your knowledge and just overall awareness of the United Kingdom culture—I was really impressive to me. Friday and Saturday, you were. Um, I was at work obviously, but you, you weren't, and you were just rattling off texts. Like I, you know, I, I think this is going to happen and here's the precedent. And, uh, I don't know, man, uh, th- this is a big deal. And I'm like, dude, I didn't, I didn't know. And I was, listen, if anyone needs to ask any questions about England, you go to Johnny fucking Strouser, he will, he will set you straight. Um, I was disappointed first of all, I was excited because I had Victor Hovland, um, I bet him pre-tournament he was looking really good. Obviously, going into Sunday, Uh, didn't work out. He was really struggling off the tee on Sunday. Unfortunately, took him out of it. Um, Rory, I think was his B minus for C plus game. He was. I I don't think he played great this week, but that just shows how good of golf he's been playing. um, That he can be there and really have a putt that I thought was going in on the last hole to to potentially send us into a playoff. So. Rory's still just playing out of his mind, and uh, I know he's got a he's got a quite a few events over there uh, on the DP World Tour to uh, try to win the race to Dubai. He said he really wants to win that, along with the FedEx Cup. So I would not be surprised to see him keep playing well as you go forward. If you if you're interested in those events, um, what else from uh, the BMW this week? Uh, the Live Guys got got to talk about it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if we were talking about their play. Um, a lot of them played decent. Reed, uh, Taylor Gooch. Um, I mean, you got to give it to Taylor Gooch, right? He's never played this event. You know, he's only playing this event to acquire world ranking points so he could stay in the Masters field. And he finishes fourth. And I, I think he got enough points to move up to, I think, 35th or 36, which uh, there's some, there's some. OWGR masters out there on Twitter that are projecting that he'll probably stay in the top 50 by, by the masters cutoff. So I mean, that that's impressive, I guess. Right.
1: I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is impressive that you, you know, did not want to say it. You didn't want to well, say Well, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it is because I mean, they don't, they don't play that often. I think a lot of the guys played. Well, no, no I mean, I think a lot of the guys played well, this week, this last week, because they played, uh, that Boston event. Mm-hmm. So they're getting the, the, the repetitions in And like we've always said, you know, tournament golf is about, it's, it's about getting the reps. It's about getting into that pressure situations. And, and during the summer when they were not having many events, they were showing up at the U S open or they were showing up at the, uh, the open championship, you know, just without the, the recent experience. And and that's what these guys have done since high school and college, you know, just starting in junior golf is to play a lot and to play that competition there. But you know, it sucks that they're allowed to play in these events because they, they stated numerous times that they wanted to play less and now they're keeping guys out of the field. Um, But I mean, I'm impressed that uh, yeah, that Taylor Gooch and Patrick Reed, I mean, Reed had the lead, I, he, I know he went off early before the leaders went right. off, but he actually held the lead for a little bit there, but I mean, I'm looking at it, you know, you've got Gooch, Reed, um, who else finished up there? That was, you know, there's some, maybe answer finished top 20. Yeah. I mean, there were some guys that played, played pretty well. I, I still think it's, it's absolute garbage that they're playing in it, but, you know, apparently we're going to have a show at some point here with, uh, with another individual or or, or two or whatever that, that seemed to love this idea and everything like that. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, but it's just, it just, it's just like, you know, they came in here and it was, it was, you know, with, there was some contention. I think a lot of that's mostly media built and, you know, some of the players, some of the pros, you know, the top top guys, you know, they, they legitimately hate it and everything. And a lot of them probably don't even care if they're if they're in it there. But I don't know if you heard the one sure. story that uh we'll talk about Sergio Garcia. Absolutely. Sergio fucking Garcia. Yeah, this guy here. Um, so he plays in the first round, plays like trash, 76. Not gonna make the cut. Queen Queen passes away. Doesn't play Friday, obviously. They're going to make a, a, a 36-hole cut still. He's got no chance to make the cut at that point. So he chooses to withdraw and fly back to the United States, fly back home, um, and everything like that. That, that, that. You know, that happens. There's a lot of these guys do that and everything like that. But John Rom's one of his best friends, was the first alternate, I believe, in the tournament. Right. And um, – couldn't get in because once you start the tournament, whether you withdraw or not, they don't replace you. It's only before the tournament there. So these 18 guys that played are are basically, you know, cutting 18 guys that need these starts to to make money, to, to earn points and money and world ranking stuff and, and whatnot. And it's just that's the type of stuff that that and that's just Sergio Garcia in a nutshell for the past 23 years is is that's mm-hmm. the summation of the the human being that uh, that that he is but,
0: but not only doing that then just just being ever present at the texas Alabama yeah. game. yeah I mean, and he lives like, in austin right. and then he's over there at the longhorn stadium you know Which, taking pictures yeah. like it's fucking nothing yeah i mean i get that his wife's like you know big Texas Longhorns fan whatever but you know now he's like an adopted fucking Texan I I mean it's so that that part bothers me almost more than anything else was you know that's like the icing on the cake for Sergio I figured we'd have to address that Um, uh, yeah Uh, so my question for you is um, are we are we are we riding for Billy Ho he's he's taken on the live guys on Twitter took on Taylor Gooch on Twitter this week. And then uh, whatever that incident was with the impulser on the practice screen, I've kind I would love to know what they were talking about. Yeah. Um, I mean, so are, where, where are we at with Billy Hull here? I, I, you know what? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> You're in. I'm You're team in. Billy. Hull right there.
1: I mean, when he came after, when he came after Taylor Gooch, cause you know, he's got a lot of buddies on the PA tour still. I mean, he's with the Taylor Gooch is with, uh,
0: He's like, Max Max with Max Homer, Damon. Damon. yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, he's with those kind of kind of popular dudes on on tour. And they they haven't said anything. And I don't blame them. I mean, I, I if I was that was Homer or Day, you know, Joe Damon, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say a word about it, you know. But Billy Ho though, I, I, I like it. He's sticking up for he's sticking up for people, and it's not just himself, like he's He, he, some of it's a little bit off, you know, he's like talking about, he's, you know, kind of frames it as this DP world tour stalwart and all he's basically done is WGC's majors and a couple events overseas. But, uh, you know, I like, you know, I think Billy Ho, I'm, I'm a fan. I like his, uh, um, I I don't mind this at all. And I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see how he, you know, does this in the president's cup if it. I doubt they'll talk much about it because you know they're not going to really focus on that. But I like that going forward. I mean, has he? I know you you have you dislike him more than I do. True.
0: Have you become a a fan of the person? I've 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 appreciated his stance, uh, the, the just the solid stance. On the, P, you know, behind the PGA tour the last couple of months, I appreciate that he's picked a side and he's, he's ride or die. You could, I mean, you have to say that. Yeah. I mean, do I, do I like him? No, but I appreciate what he's done. I, I mean, and also I'm still a little bitter about the Memorial him winning, uh, you know, at the tournament Ooh. I was at this year. Um, so no, I, I've I've maybe lightened a little bit. Um and, and next week at the President's Cup, I'll I'll be on I'll be on Team Billy for sure. Um I don't want to get in the President's Cup too much because uh we're gonna talk about it next week, obviously. Um I, I I'm interested one more thing before we move on to the Fortnite, the 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 Ryder Cup uh discussion for next year. I mean, I know it's early. I want to talk about the, the the European team though, because that Murray mentioned in an interview this week there's a solid seven guys. And outside of that is pretty wide open. So, like, who, the, who are the seven? Well, it's it's got to be him, Rom Hovland, Lowry, uh, Hatton, Fleetwood, and who was I missing? Who was the seventh guy? Oh, it was it was really obvious. Um, dang it! I had these names earlier. What I was what my point was who 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 would be someone that we could think that's going to come, come up on the DP world tour, if they're playing the PGA tour the next year to potentially, you know, be one of these five that, that we're not, that Rory's not talking about.
1: I I think, and it's not obvious, but I think you're going to have to look at the Hogard twins. Mm -hmm. Um, Those guys are, those guys are good. They're just, you know, it's just a matter of finding their way I think at least the younger, the younger one of the two, uh, I don't know if they're twins, but the, 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 the one no. who's, who's coming up now, um, I think he's one of the, going to be one of the stalwarts here pretty soon here, but they're going to have a lot of plug and play guys. Um, not a lot, but you know, the U S generally has a right now about three guys that they can kind of interchange maybe four. I think, uh, I think the, the, um, uh, European team's going to have about four to five. I mean, you're going to look at Robert McIntyre, um, Guido Migliozzi of of Italy. Um, hmm. um,
0: Thomas Peters. I, that's what my guy, I think he'll be back. Thomas Peters. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good one there. By the way, the, the seventh guy was Matt Fitzpatrick. Sorry, I forgot. Of course. That's so, I mean, it's so it's I mean when, when you think of it on the surface, those seven are those are pretty good players. The <laughs> seven. They, they, see what 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 concerns me and
1: we'll we'll talk about Ryder cup you know over the next we got a couple of years to do that but that's great that the u.s just boat raced the european team i mean the first of all they were overmatching like that it was a home game and you want to show me something as far as any of these teams whether it's a president's cup team or whether it's a uh a Ryder cup team win, win on the road. I mean, that's just what you've got to do. You look at, I mean, that Ryder Ryder cup team at, uh, uh, what was it? Um, one that made the comeback there. Um, shoot Mickelson at Rose dropped the bomb on him. It was the Chicago course. Oh,
0: uh, just a Medina, few years Medina, ago Medina 2012
1: Medina yeah Medina I mean that <laughs> Never forget is, that that, one. Yeah. That, fr- that freaking European team you know was not well they were maybe not as good but they were close but I mean they want came out and and you know won on the road that's the stuff to me that tells me if if you're for real or not like you could win when the crowd is is cheering for you and everything like that but you know that's what uh, when, when these guys are jeering you and everything like that which is not what not what golf pros are used to it's, can you, can you play well during those types of situations? So
0: 30 years, it's been 30 years since the
1: American team on the road, 30 years. I mean, Oh my God. Think about that. I mean, that is, that that is is so long. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I I loved it. I mean, I, I, I thought that, it was fun to watch at Whistling Straits. I think everything that the U.S. did just just worked, and Stricker was the perfect captain for it. And they just had just a great lineup and everything like that. That was that was playing great golf. But let's go to Rome and see what happens because you know I, the, you know it's going to be just a different ballgame, and and that's where you've got that's just where you've got a that, that's where you're going to be tested because you're just out of your comfort zone, and a lot of these guys aren't necessarily like that. So then having that seven and if they could find five guys that are playing good golf by next, uh, September, I mean, it, this is going to be a match. So, you know, looking at I don't even know what the odds are the U.S. is probably minus 210 or something like that I mean they're they're definitely going to be heavily juiced but I don't think it's going to be that much of a a pushover I don't know if I could ever bet the European team this is just one this is one sporting event that I just don't know if I could bet to win that because I'd have to you know that's that's such a conflict but uh but you know it'll be it'll be interesting and um you know this year for the for the presence cup, which we'll talk about later, you know, it's going to be the same type of thing. Is it's going to be bigger for the for these this international team to 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 come on the road and everything like that because that's 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 the hardest thing for me is is road game and that's just
0: sports in general, right? I mean, a football team, basketball teams, right? Yeah, I was I was going to say the uh, I, I, I this isn't it feels like after Whistling Straits, it's, it's, it's a shoe in, right. That, the that U S is going to go on this dominant run, but like you said, you still gotta, you still gotta do this thing on the road. It's just a much different thing on uh, Ryder cup. And I just don't think the European team is going to be a pushover minus Um minus 190 currently um, which might be some value. Which I, I almost bet the president's cup a couple weeks ago when I knew all these guys from, from live, uh or from uh, on the PGA tour that we're going to be on the president's cup team. We're going to live like Cam Smith, um, etc. So that number I think is over minus 500. Now there was, I thought a little bit of value, even at like minus 300 minus 350, because this thing next week is going to be a total blowout. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm still excited to talk about it, but yeah, the Ryder cup, um, Excited to just see how the next year plays out. The U.S., see who's who's going to land on that team. We, we certainly know of a few guys that, that will certainly be locked, but it will be fun to see how it transpires. Really, the Euro team didn't lose that much to live. Most of their guys were these, you know, past their prime guys anyhow. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I do like McIntyre. You mentioned the Hogarth twins. Uh, Peters, maybe a Thomas Dietry. Um, One of them, uh, you know, Make a run here. Let's move on. We've already gone past the point where I thought we'd be on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Always happens. Um, So, new season is here. The Fortinet Championship, also known as the Fortnite and RIs, is this week. Um, Out in Silverado, Max Homa is the defending champion. Uh, Looking at this course a little bit today. uh, Really, I think it's the most second most narrow fairways on tour um which was really surprising to me um but not penal rough um still very scorable i do remember the final round last year and not if you remember it was completely baked out and it was really entertaining and fun because it was playing yeah. so, so firm and fast and homa had that huge comeback on Matt mcneely to steal it um but really this week i i'm mainly looking for guys that are are birdie makers uh uh make a lot of birdies uh, either in a round or an event total. Uh, obviously good iron players here. And also course history. I think um, guys that usually play well here, play, where, play well here all the time. Uh, for whatever reason, Brendan Steele always plays well here, Cameron Champ. Um, so guys that aren't necessarily the straightest drivers, like I mentioned, the are fairways, but it doesn't really offer too much penalty uh, to you. So that's what I'm looking at here. Also just looking at guys that are value plays. And we'll talk about a couple in a second. Uh, anything you're focused on this week?
1: No, pretty much the same. Just, we want to look at guys who got good, good course history. Cause this is uh Uh, it seems to always come into play like that. And then you got to look at guys who can make birdies because it's going to, there's going to be a bunch. And like you said, the rough short enough that not necessarily the ball striking metrics are going to be as critical, but just guys who can, who could just make a bunch of birdies.
0: Max Homa, this, this is when, you know, it's like a, a weak field and B it's the fall season. Uh, Max is the favorite. I can't remember him ever being a favorite before at, at 10 to one plus 1000, uh, Hideki and Corey Connors at 16 to one, Matt McNeely, Cam Davis at 22. Sahit the gala at 28 to one. Uh, and we'll go Taylor Penders at 30 to one. Those are the guys at 30 to one and under, um, Mav McNeely was my guy last year. I I was ride or die at fifty to one. I remember, and he was there. He was there, and it it, it just it really got stolen from him right at the end. Uh, any any interest in Mav? Or are you looking at someone else there uh, under thirty to one? There's interest, um, and I think
1: you can pretty much. I'm gonna auto bet him for the top twenty with just a little bit of a uh, plus money there. I, I like them, but there's some other names that I like here. Um, I'll start with, um, with, we'll, we'll go 30 to one is Taylor Pendrith. Uh, mm-hmm. dude's a bomber Canadian player. Just, just was named, um, uh, to the president's cup team as a, uh, a captain's pick, um, fits the golf course profile. I think he's going to be really motivated to play well and have his game, uh, rounding form here. And, uh, I, you know, I could see that big of a of a selection there um, is being warranted <clears> to, to play well and everything like that. So I like him there. Um, his fellow countryman Corey Connors uh, don't like the odds as much as at sixteen to one, but it's worth noting and, and maybe shopping around and finding a a better book. He does struggle uh, with the putting. Uh, he's, I think his best surface though is Poana, which is what the greens are. Um, but just a supreme ball striker. Um, I could see both those guys playing pretty well. I'll definitely bet Pendrith to win, um, with some top 10 insurance might do Connors as well. If I can find a little bit better number, maybe closer to 20 to one, but, um, don't mind many of those names there. Um, but those are the ones that, that the, the two that stick out to me.
0: I love Taylor Penderth He has played great this year. He was hurt for a long stretch, but when he's been out there and healthy, he has played really, really well. And I think it was a great pick by Trevor Edelman uh, for next week. Great course fit at Quail Hollow. I think if anyone's going to stand out next week, he has a great chance from the international team. So I like him this week as well. Um, so hit the gala. I saw him had more rounds in the sixties this year than any other player on tour He is just a pure birdie maker. Um, I feel like he's going to win at some point this season. I could say that now that now that we're in the new season. Um, Be cool to see. I think I know you and I are both big fans. He is a fan favorite. Um, So it might be a bit of a, a Homer pick, but I I like him at 28 to one. I think that's a pretty reasonable number. Um, Especially when you look at a guy like Matt McNeely, who's also never won and he's, you know, ahead of him on the board. And so he has played much better golf this year. Um, so that would be my pick there. I don't mind. Cam Davis as well. If you wanted to go that route, another course fit playing well, played pretty well in the, the FedEx cup as well. Uh, 35 and above here to 50 uh, ish. Uh, Davis Riley at 35. Camila Agrile at 40. Alex Norin, Denny McCarthy, Brandon Steele at 45. Tom Hoagie, Troy Merritt, Andrew Putnam at 50, Taylor Montgomery at 50, Thomas Dietrich, who just got his card on the PGA Tour. I mentioned him earlier. He's at 50. Chris Kirk at 50. um, And then we got a slew of guys at 60. Woodland, Taylor Moore, Chez, Trey Mullanex, Justin Um, I know who I like here. Um, He's going to be my favorite bet of the tournament. I, I mentioned it to you earlier that I just, Love the number on Davis Riley at thirty-five to one. I I was hoping he was going to get picked for the Presidents Cup team next week. Did not happen. I understand it why, um, but I just like I just think this guy is such a good player. Um, he had a great year. Out he was the rookie of the year outside of uh, Cameron Young, and uh, this seems like a nice place for him. Uh, what do you like here? I do like Riley. Um, he's going to
1: be on my card as a win bet. Um, but you, you're right is, you know, could have, could have potentially been a, uh, president's cup pick. So good player there. Like you mentioned, Brendan seal horses for courses here. I, I think you've got to bet him in some way, you know, you don't have to bet him to win, but, uh, he, he's going to probably figure out a way to, to make the cut and play well. Top 10, top 20, something like that. Um, the names, um, in this group though, that I like are Taylor Montgomery just got his, uh, cr- Tour card. He was the uh, scoring leader last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, um, so had a really, really good season. Uh, can, can go low to, to be the scoring leader on the Corn Ferry Tour. I mean, yes, you got to be consistent, but you got to be able to go deep and make a bunch of birdies. So probably lacks the, the, the course experience that we had mentioned, but he does fill that uh, checkbox for um, you know for birdies, and, and he is a good ball striker there. Um, pretty good, pretty good number at 50 to one, not, not great, but I think that's definitely worth a nibble there. And then, um, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about him a lot this year. Um, is, is Justin Sue, um, at 60 to one, he won the, uh, um, corn fairy tour championship at Victoria, Victoria national here in Indiana, yeah. um, had a good season. He was the. He was the what the, the third guy the fourth guy fourth guy when they had Morikawa, um, Wolf, Hovland, and Sue was uh, so was the other guy and just it didn't quite you know quite take to um, uh, the success that the other guys had had every bit of talent there so he got his tour card um, so he's going to be playing a lot this year. I expect a lot from him. Good, 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 all-around player. He kind of does remind me of the Morikawa thing, where he's a good ball striker, makes a lot right. of birdies, not a lot of weaknesses. Um, he's just obviously for the first couple of years, it was between the years. But if he can kind of figure that out and and, uh, and and just you know focus on playing good golf, he's a guy who could win out there in this 2022-2023 uh, season. So sixty to one, I don't mind a little bit on, and and uh, you know I'm going to also look at these guys in that top ten, top twenty.
0: Yeah, Justin's, uh, probably it's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like the George Harrison of that, that group of guys. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so now maybe he's, he's, he's found his way. He's, he's playing on the PGA tour. Matt, Matt, Wolf isn't right. So, Hey, maybe we, we've, he's taken the long road here. Uh, but I do like him this season, like you mentioned, uh, and, uh, Taylor Montgomery, good pick uh, scoring leader on the second best tour in the world. is nothing to sneeze at. Um, you missed the joke. You missed the joke. I'm
1: sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out guys later on the field here that
0: uh, I, I know the names of Taylor Montgomery, second uh, scoring leader in the second best tour in the world. That, that was, that was, that was a dig at lip. Zach Johnson. Okay, here we go. Um, by the way, I, I'll echo those guys. Trey Molinax is was playing insanely good in the. I like game. Trey this week. Um, can't I? Don't know if he'll win again, but why? Why is he so low compared to like Troy Merritt? Um, I, I don't really quite get. Um, I think he's a little underpriced considering he's won less what ten starts and he's played really well. Um, in some big events, Jason Day at 65, Webb at 65. Um, I'm just kind of naming some guys that are 65 to 100 here. Cam Champ, we've he's he's going to do it at some point where it's like Cam Champ's been off the mat for 20 events, and boom, he's going to maybe win or you know finish in the top three. Um, uh, Zach's guy Cooch, Alex Smalley's in there. Um, and then we got a bunch of uh, guys, a hundred to one, like uh, Pat Rogers, Nick Hardy. Uh, he's a corn ferry tour guy that, that played well. Um, Brendan Todd, Justin Lauer, anyone there in that range? By the way, Pat Rogers, a, a bit of a a bit of a course a horse for the course here as well. He's he's really played this tournament relatively well for for Pat Rogers standards. You gonna win bet him? Of course, yes. Of course you will hundred to of one.
1: You will. Yeah. No, I'm going to get on the camp champ thing um, just because I I can't miss it. It, There's going to be one of these events, whether it's the, 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 the Fortnite or the, the, the rooster one, you know, the, the Sanderson farm, whatever it is that (laughs) that he's won before. Um, He's just going to figure out a way to, to, to do that there. Um, Kevin Strillman finished top five here a couple of years ago. He's just your veteran guy. Good ball striker. I mean, you know, there's, uh, I don't know, I don't think he's going to win this event, but, I, I, you know, I don't mind at some of the odds that you can get there. Um, Nick Hardy has been playing in the in the Corn Ferry playoffs. I think I read somewhere that he's got some sort of conditional status and he's got to make the cut this week to get into some sort of medical exemption. So, so you know, was, tar- he, was he not a graduate? No, I don't think he's a graduate or, or he is a graduate, but if he gets into this major medical exemption, he gets better status at the start. So there is motivation where, you know, we like to do storylines and football and and all this other stuff and reasons to place bets on guys. I'm not saying Nick Cardy's going to win this event, but, uh, but he's got motivation to make the cut. There is, there is that. So, you know, there's going to be the demand to play good golf there. So, um, how far are we going now? a oh, hundred, and then we can go bombs.
0: I, I feel pretty comfortable with those those three. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in on champ. I think he's I mean, if you want a really low buy-in for a guy that is total boomer bust, um, four PGA tour wins. I mean, it's a it's a good, it's a good little mm-hmm. career. I mean, I was just thinking, would you rather have Cam Champ's career or Corey Connors? Corey Connors is incredibly consistent. He's just incredibly uh, present in big tournaments, but he's, he's got good. one. But he's got one win, and Cam Champ's got four. It's golf is just a weird game, you know. It's <laughs> it really is because for pretty much by every metric, Corey Connors is just a much better player, but Cam Champ's got wins. Um, yeah, so I'm in on Champ. I'm in on Pat Rogers. Um I, you're gonna laugh. But I'm. I kind of, kind of have a feeling about Jason Day this week, and I never feel anything about Jason Day except like kind of laughter about his injury status. Which, by the way, I'll bet him, and he'll have a back injury on the the eighth hole. And with uh, 6500
1: is 6, not a bad number. And I mean, I feel like theory, the golf, he's, the he's golf course
0: fits him too. I feel like.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. dude can so. tear apart some par fives
0: mm-hmm.
1: um great great putter you know i mean he could put those plan because he lives in lives in ohio so he's got used to the pona green so i mean
0: yeah it's not bad if you're if you feel comfortable about him playing seven tools <laughs> exactly exactly and, and webb there at 65 is is really interesting but webb is he's really really been playing some just tough Tough golf Bad for golf. a while Yeah um, Remember in like 2020 when people were like Is Webb Simpson the best player in the world After the yeah. T shot I mean that was like a real conversation Because he was playing that good uh, that's, yeah. That seems like forever ago uh, Alright over 100 uh, 100 to 1 and above uh, any bombs that you like this is obviously a, I mean it's this isn't like a top heavy field you know so this isn't a crazy thought that one of these there guys is yeah no sometimes we say for some of these
1: events don't don't bother betting these guys to win I mean that's, this field is is not that case I mean you, you very well could see a 65 to 1 or or 150 to 1 guy that's going to win this event I mean, they you know it's it just it's just how it's going to be there so a couple bombs i do like uh brandon wu at 130 to 1 um, second year on tour i saw a stat at lunchtime today that he um i think he was top 20 in greens in regulation and it and he was top 30 in par 5 scoring Two very very important stats you've got to have at uh, mm-hmm. at this golf course here. Um, he's had some top ten finishes. Is he going to win? You know, one hundred thirty to one. I mean, that's one of those things you're just going to take the take the chance on. But I mean, I, I there there's things that that jumped out at me there is uh, that, that you know that I really really liked. And then the other guy, I think he's at the same. Let me look here. Austin Necro. Yep. Wrote. Yep. Um, he finished second to in, in the corn ferry event um, was a great amateur player uh, just a few years ago. Um, I don't know if he won the USAM or if he was, if he finished runner up, but had a pretty good amateur career um, early twenties. So, you know, he's, he's made it fairly quickly. Um, but, uh, but, you know, he's finished uh, top five in several corn ferry events um, I, I do like him to play well this week, and uh, he he's a he hits a pretty long too, so could fit this golf course hopefully pretty well.
0: Uh, on our guy, Christopher Goddaro. Goddaro, 130 as well. Yeah, okay. he, didn't, he didn't play great in the Corn Ferry Tour finals. I think I bet him every tournament and didn't yeah. work out well, but um. I'm with you on Eckroth. He was one of my guys I had circled at 130. Uh, Will Gordon played great in the KFT finals. He actually won a tournament. He's at 150. If you didn't like them, like a win there, plus 1000. That's uh, that's a great number for a top ten. I also have uh, further down David Lingmerth, who also won a tournament during the finals. Um, He's at 250 to one. Uh, 16 to one for a top 10 uh, so just something to monitor with those those guys there uh harris english it just hot, jumped off the page to me um i know he was not healthy last year i don't know what his health status is completely but um if if you get indication do some twitter research if he's healthy i, I that's as good a bomb as you'll find i mean for a guy that was incredible, Cup guy incredible last year right uh at 150 to one. So that's my bombs. Um, dec- it's a decent term. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna wow you with names, but I think it's 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 a good, it's usually on Sunday evening. It finishes like seven, eight o'clock Sunday evening with the West Coast finish, you know, with uh maybe the late games of football getting over You check out the last few holes. I think it's a good little supplement to Sunday football.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is uh, you know, it, it won't be bad. The golf course is cool. I've uh, on golf channel all week and uh, um, feel, feel this solid and yeah, it's normally got a pretty good finish to it. So I I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, to, to seeing the event there and seeing how these, these young guys that came over from the corn ferry tour to see if they, uh, yeah. how they, they kind of fare in their first uh,
0: real go around as PGA tour members. And a couple things to watch. Usually, I mean, this has just been a, a trend the last, four or five seasons with the wraparound season. If a guy usually wins in the fall, there's there's like a reasonable chance he might win again. These guys usually play three, four fall events. And there's usually a guy, or Brendan Todd, um, they get on a little heater and they win a couple, of two out of three or, you know, two out of four events, whatever it is. So if whoever wins this week, just kind of watch them. And I mean, these events, these events are just as critical as they are in, in, uh, march or april or may to the fedex cup so a guy has a, a hot fall i mean he might just book his ticket to the, the tour championship with a win and, and, and a couple of good finishes so yep. um it all it all matters next season with the the, the schedule not this season but the the 23 24 schedule will be uh insanely different with all of the elevated events and yeah, maybe we'll talk about that. We'll we'll argue with one of the Zachs on that at another episode uh, about the about the future tour schedule and how good it is and how beneficial it is now and the setup is amazing, um, but that'll be a fight for another day. Uh, Johnny strouser appreciate you being on. Uh, and uh, next week will be the Presidents Cup, so that should be fun. Can't wait to talk about more golf here. Thank you. Uh, Twitter, not Twitter. Not on Twitter, actually. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube channel. Check us out. And uh, last week, NFL picks, I went two and three, so not great. Um, my real-life betting picks were actually much better than my show picks. Uh, but uh, so keep checking out football shows, golf shows as we go along. Um, appreciate everyone's support, and we will catch you next time.